morning, ladies. Happy Monday. I am back from Florida. I am feeling good. I hope that you all had a great weekend too. I apologize for being a few um, minutes late. I was training a client and she had a um, call come in about a family member that had passed away. So we spent some time praying and I know that you all would be understanding of why I was late when I told you that. So please know that I am normally here on Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern <laughs> um, if there's not something um, that came up. So thank you for your patience on, on my live today. Um, I just ask that you pray um, over her family. She didn't give me permission to share. So just do the, the unspoken prayer request. It's very unexpected and, and difficult. If you all have any prayer requests, spoken or unspoken, please feel free to put them in here. I am serious when I say that I am going to pray for you. I am serious when I say there are women in here that are strong prayer warriors. I believe each and every one of you are, and we're going to pray for you. Um, God is here for you. He is close to the brokenhearted, um, but don't go through it alone. So share if it's a spoken prayer request, let us know. If it's a spoken praise report, let us know. Um, if it's an unspoken and you just want to um, just want to know someone is praying, if you are new here and you don't know our SOS that you need prayer is just drop an emoji. You don't need to say anything more. God knows your heart. So just know that, that we see it. And there's going to be people around the country, around the world that are going to come together and pray for you. So before we begin, let us open up in prayer. And like I said, if there's anything that you need prayer for, please just comment um, in the comment section. We are here for you. And if you're watching on YouTube, throw a comment in there. If you're watching on your favorite podcast, there's places for you to comment there as well. Um, Lord God, we just come to you. Um, today with with heavy hearts lord sometimes the world can just be so much um whether it's death that we are processing through whether it's lack of what we view as success in our life um, marital problems parenting problems uh school problems family issues financial problems which sometimes it can all just seem so heavy and Lord, we're coming to you today with heavy hearts. And if our hearts aren't ourselves heavy, we're, they're feeling heavy for our brothers and sisters that are feeling heavy hearts. Lord, so we just come and lift you up. We want to be reminded to praise you even when it's heavy. Um, we want to be reminded to give thanks to you even when things are heavy. Lord, your yoke is light. You do not give us a burden, Lord. When we start feeling weighed down by pressures of this world or pressure from um, people or expectations from jobs and things just seem to be weighing us down, remind us, Lord, that your yoke is light. Um, remind us to rework our priorities to be focused on you. Remind us that it's okay to say no because you do, Lord. I thank you for saying no. If there's someone struggling right now with a no, a door that is just not opening with a, a way that they just keep running into, Lord, I thank you for the no that you're protecting them 
from. I know it's frustrating. No, it seems um, like there's just no other way out, but Lord, where you say no, you also say yes to something else. So help us today, Lord, not be focused on the no and the heartache and the heavy burden that this world full of sin can place on us, but just turn us to see the yes, the direction you're pointing us in. Thank you for saying no to block us and protect us from certain things in our life that we don't even know what you're protecting us from. Lord, thank you for knowing the beginning from the end. Thank you for being faithful. Thank you for your promises. Thank you for never changing. Remind us that it's okay to say no. Remind us that it's okay to come to you no matter how big or small um, our prayer request is. And no matter what we are facing today, Lord, light a fire in our spirit to praise you through it. We love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hopefully that was for someone. I got emotional. It was for me. I think the spirit kind of took over there. So hopefully that was for someone. If not, it was for me and, and I feel good. Here's, there's my need for prayer request. Coming back from vacation is hard, right? Like even this morning, I woke up an hour after my alarm clock went off, but I don't even remember telling it to stop. I was just like, no, we are, we are not doing this today. So if you're kind of in that same boat, even if you weren't on vacation, you just have a, the Monday blues, whatever going on, you're not alone. I'm right here with you. But today I want to talk about the no. And it's so funny um, that the spirit brought that into my mind as well and into my spirit to speak it about the no, because I wasn't even thinking about that um, aspect of it before this prayer. So thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for um, bringing this word to me um, and help me to speak it um, clearly and, and with your words. I hear so often women saying, I can't, I don't, I won't, no, to themselves. I hear this a lot. Uh, hey, Christy, I don't know who else hears this, or maybe you catch yourself saying it, or maybe you don't even know you're saying it, but you are limiting yourself. You are saying, I don't have time. You are saying, I don't have what it takes. You are saying, I can't do X, Y, or Z. Maybe it's, I can't lose weight. Maybe it's, I, I can't, good morning, Heather. Maybe it's, I can't um, do this job. Maybe it's, I can't take one more minute of parenting these kids. Whatever it is, there is an area in your life right now. I am confident of it because we live in a, a world that is ruled by sin of something you're telling yourself you can't, won't, don't, or maybe have it, don't have the resources to do. There is something in your life that you're saying no to yourself over and over again. And I just want to give you a minute to think about that. And I want to put it in the context of your health and your nutrition. Maybe it's, you know, you don't like vegetables. You're not going to food prep. That's not who you are. Christy says more than one area. Let's be real. This seriously. There are many areas that the enemy is winning in our lives up in here 
because he's telling you, you can't, and you're believing it. You don't have time. You don't have the resources. You don't have the experience. You don't have the patience. You don't have the joy. All of these things that you're telling yourself you can't, won't, shouldn't, aren't able to do are usually tied, and this is why I speak to it, the fruits of the spirit where God's truth tells you you can. There are, do not get me wrong, because we just prayed about this, areas that you're going to pray and God is not going to open that door. It is not because he does not love you. It is not because you didn't perform well enough last week. You didn't eat good enough last week. You weren't a good enough. It has nothing to do with your actions. It has to do with his plan. He knows where this door that he said no to leads. But often we discount ourselves by not even asking the question, God, yes or no. We just take it on ourselves and say, no, I can't do that. I don't have time for that. I, I won't do that. That's not who I am. Before even asking God, and that door could be opened. I want to remind you, God calls you to knock on the door. If it is his will, it will be opened. Are you not even knocking on some doors today? Because you are convinced that you weren't meant for that door. You will never walk through that door. Maybe it's that you will never eat healthy, exercise, work out, be a good mom. You didn't have an example of raising kids, so you don't even know how to do it right. What door are you not even knocking on? Because the enemy has you so convinced that you aren't, you can't, you won't, you just aren't even trying. We won't even lift our hands to knock on the door to see if it's a yes or a no. The areas I just had you think about of areas you keep telling yourself you're not enough. You're not enough of. I want you to think back on that. If you feel like sharing, please do. Because I promise you, even though the enemy is telling you don't share that, that's too much information. I hear that a lot too. TMI, but. It's not too much information. God already knows your heart. And I guarantee you there's someone in here struggling with that same thing, no matter how small it may be. I want you just to think real quick of what we just did. That area where you keep telling yourself you don't have enough of. Is it time? You don't have enough time. You don't have enough self-control. You don't have enough willpower. You don't have enough consistency. You don't have enough motivation. You don't have enough drive. What is that area? And it should, when we pray, and I want you to pray over this, maybe you re-listen to this, pray and go, God, show me that area where I'm allowing the enemy to win over your will for me. What area are you convinced that you will never have? Maybe it is weight loss. Maybe it is eating healthy. Um, maybe it's patience with your kids. Maybe it's you're wanting to have kids. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's finances. What is that area that the enemy has you so convinced 
that you will never rise up from this, that you're not even asking and knocking on the door anymore for God. Because the enemy has you convinced that door won't be open. What, what is that area? I want you to really think about that today because I talk to so many people and it breaks my heart because you, God hasn't given up on you. God hasn't forsaken you. God hasn't left you. God has given you a spirit, his spirit that lives in you. But sometimes we shush it out so much. We don't even listen to it. We don't even know what it sounds like anymore. Think about that area. And I'm going to give you an analogy. I tell my son who just turned 13 to clean his room at least a thousand times a day. That is not even an exaggeration. I don't think I don't even have the words some days. And there are times that I go, he's not even going to listen to me. I'm just, I'm sick of speaking to myself. Have you had those moments? Maybe it's with your husband. Maybe it's with your kids. It's with something, right? You're like, I've asked him to take out the trash a million times. And you just like angrily do it on your own. But then there's that random time. Maybe it hasn't happened yet, but I promise you it will. That the room actually gets cleaned without you even saying anything. I want you to know you don't have to say or do anything to be loved more by God, to be more chosen, to have any extra gifts. You don't have to do or say anything more. Once you've accepted Jesus, you have, you have it. You have it all. You will never be more loved than you are right now. Whether you're 20 pounds less, whether you think you're a better mom, should we be improving ourselves? Yes. But we shouldn't be approving ourselves for worldly things. We can't put worldly things and talk about God in the same sentence. He's not going to love you anymore. He loves you the most right now. He loves you the most right now. There's nothing more that you can do to make him love you more. There's nothing more that you can do to love you more. Let me know. I need someone to let me know if they can hear me. <laughs> so if someone can comment, that would be awesome. And let me know if I'm here. I have someone telling me that I am lost. Hey, Jenny, can you hear me, Jenny? Oh, I'm back. Look at that. Look how God just ask. So there's nothing more that you can do. Nothing more you could say, no other actions you can do to be loved. But remember, we have to knock for some things. We have to, we have to actually do something. Now we have the spirit living in us and I do not want the spirit to be talking to me and me be like my 13 year old, just ignoring it, have a headbutt in doing my own thing. And it's like, Hey, will you take out the trash? And I'm like, what'd you say? And you know, I have a blind ear to it. It goes one ear in one ear and out the other. I do not want to be that way when the spirit is speaking to me. And I think a lot of us are stuck there because it's comfortable because it's what, you know, 
And because it's not challenging, because it's not going to push you any further than you want to go, because of the limits that you have put on yourself, because of the areas that you keep telling yourself you're not good enough for, you don't deserve, you can't have, you will never be, because of that thing in the very beginning, the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you what lives in you is the great I am. There is a resurrection power that lives in you. It is not a spirit of limits. We're the limit. I don't want the spirit to be talking to me. You know that feeling you get when you end up doing the trash yourself and you look, you give that look. Then your husband or your kids go like, why are you upset? Why are you so mad? You're like, because I'm doing the thing I asked you to do for all day. I asked you to move your socks to the bin all day and you never once responded, listened. You said, mm-hmm, yep, yep, yep. I don't want to yep, yep, yep the spirit. I don't want to yep, yep, yep God. Yep, yep, yep Jesus. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be that woman, that group of women, that type of woman. No. And I hope that this is sparking something in your spirit to go, hey, I've been telling you to do something and you keep telling yourself you can't do it. That's not for you to decide. That's for God to decide. You need to get up and knock on that door. You need to get up and work out. You need to get up and food prep. You need to get up and parent your kids today. You need to get up and do something, but get up and knock. Stop just saying, I can't. It's not meant for me. It hasn't worked for my mom or my grandma. It hasn't worked for me so far in this life. So I guess it's just not for me. Is that producing endurance? No, that is producing a spirit of defeat. Not of patience, not of kindness. It is a spirit of defeat. And too many of us women are walking around with a spirit of defeat right now. And that is not who lives inside you. God spoke to me so clearly. Stop living in defeat and denial. If you believe God is capable of all things, then get up and knock on that door, sister. Get up and do something about it. He did not call you to be lukewarm and pick and choose these verses that you want to listen to. And well, this is the season. Your season has passed. I know that there's a season for mourning. I know that there's a season where you might not be able to. Listen, I struggle with anxiety and depression. I struggle with those things too. I know what those seasons feel like when the enemy can just lay you flat down and you you just go, God, just take me now because there can't be anything left. The spirit's telling you right now to rise up. That season is over. We're not staying there anymore. Have you done diets that failed in the past? Sure, but that's done now. Get up and try something new. Have you worked out and died and just hated it and been burnt out? Sure, but get up. There's something new for you now. Have you been trying to do your finances all on your own and then tax season comes up and you're freaked out? Yes, but get up. There is something new that God is asking to do to you. Stop living in defeat, ladies. Stop living and telling yourself you can't. It's not from God. 
God didn't say, I'm the great, I can't. God didn't say, I am the great, oh, it's impossible. God didn't say any of that. He's the great I am. He lives in you. His spirit's there. But we live in a world that's ruled by sin. I think it's very easy to look around and have that heaviness I talked about. There's a lot of heaviness going on. But when I start to feel that heaviness, I, I get excited because we're not going to feel that in our real home. That heaviness is a reminder that this is not where we're meant to stay. That heaviness reminds me that I'm thinking in the wrong way. I'm thinking in worldly terms. God doesn't think like this world. He doesn't think like a human. So it reminds me, I'm just thinking the wrong way. Instead of allowing the heaviness of this world to flatten you down to a pancake that just says, I can't, I'm defeated, white flag, I'm done. I want you to have hope that God's burden is light. His yoke is light. So if you're feeling weighed down, it's because of the world and God is giving you a way out, but you're so focused on what we're not walking through that we can't see if we just turned one degree to the right, there's another door there. We're so tired from banging on the no, trying this diet again, 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 only to gain all the weight back, trying to lose weight just for pant sizes and and weddings or birthdays or vacations only to gain it all back again. Tired of eating a certain way only to go, this is too hard and go way back. I mentioned the Israelites a lot because I feel like as a society, like we're still there, we're like we're trusting God, but also things were really great when we were in Egypt. It wasn't that great. It wasn't that great what you're giving up, the sweets, the cake, the snacking, the binging, when you're, when you're transforming and walking into your new name, it's going to seem so tempting to go back to that. You're going to think in your mind, it was just, it was just easier. That's who I'm meant to be, right? That's just who I was. That's who I'll always be. That's where I'm going. That's the enemy. Ladies, stop looking back to Egypt. Stop thinking it was better there. Stop thinking just because you're comfortable and you know your surroundings that that's where you should be. You need to move. Have you ever looked? Oh, I took my Bible on vacation with me. So now it's in a different bag. I haven't unpacked it yet. Looked at um, a map of where Jesus traveled and where all the disciples went. They did not just go, well, things weren't working here. So I guess I'm going to have to leave. Or I guess I'm just going to stay here. This is what God planned for me. When Jesus was in his hometown, that's where he performed the least amount of miracles. I want you to think about that. Miracles were still done. But that wasn't where he was staying. He was moving. You should constantly be moving. We are like a river. We are constantly changing. Sometimes we're a river that's like making its way through the Grand Canyon, right? And sometimes we're a river that's flowing. The path is already there and we're good. 
sometimes we're that, that water that's paving a new way and it seems impossible until you look back and go, oh, like I've, I've made a new, I've made a new canal. Like God, God was with me this whole time. I want us to stop living in this, this state of I can'ts and I won't, I don't have enough time. I want us living in the God who is the great I am living in you. Stop living in defeat that you can't do it. You can get up and knock though. Get up and, and do something. We'll read through um, Matthew 7. I'm going to go back to 6 and then read Matthew 7, 7, which is um, what got me to this podcast today. Matthew 7, 6 says, do not give dogs what is holy. Do not throw your pearls before swine. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Seven, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock and the door will be open for you. Eight, for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Stop giving yourself and your treasures and your hopes and your desires to this world. It's like giving them to the swine and giving them to wild dogs. Not only are your dreams going to be stomped on, but you will be too. And I, I bet because this has happened to me, someone else probably feels this, you know, you, you tell Facebook, you're going to start working out. You're going to get healthy. Everyone tells you, well, just tell people and that will hold you accountable. Who you tell matters just as much as what you tell. I'm not out here trying to tell the world of my goals, but I am out here trying to tell the world about him, Jesus. That's my ultimate goal. Is it coming through my passion for health and wellness? Absolutely. But my goal isn't that everyone in here loses their 10 pounds and they're happy and they leave me five-star reviews. My goal is you start looking at your world differently, leaning into Jesus more and going, where I'm weak, you are strong. And though I can't fight this sugar temptation on my own, you can, you've given it to me. So I will post it here, post it in your small groups, get surrounded by the right people. Don't just give your hopes and dreams to this world. Remember, again, the world is ruled by sin. So why are we just throwing the hopes and dreams that God gave us only to be trampled? And then we try it again. And then we try it again. And then we try it again. And eventually, it's not just our dreams being trampled. It's you. Oh, I wear my heart on my sleeve you know, that saying, and, and I shouldn't. No, you should. You should. You should love again. You should try again. You should go after it again. You can go after that budget. You can go after that house that you want. You can go after that job that you want. You will find that spouse one day. You will, you will, you will. But stop just giving what is holy to the dogs and the swine. Why are you offering it to the world? It's just going to get weighed down. And then once your dreams are weighed down, 
you think you can't do it. You then define yourself by the dreams that never came. And that's when we start saying, I'm not, I can't, I won't. I've tried diets. I'm just not meant to diet. Then when the enemy has you doing that, we get excited. We share our goals. He smashes our dreams down. We try again, right? Tell the wrong group of people. We try to do it on our own. We try to find just a random trainer, someone who's not built in, in faith to lead us through. We just get trampled on. Then eventually it, it turns us apart and we're torn to pieces. Because before, even if our dreams were stumped, we still got up and knocked and tried again. The enemy doesn't want you knocking. The enemy doesn't want you trying again. If you're stuck in that place of I can't, I won't, I never will, I keep doing this and it never happens, and you're not even knocking, we're living a defeated life. God has more for you than this defeated life. Get up. Get up. You have to do something here. You have a choice to make today. And I want this to be a powerful choice that you make. You can choose to stay and live defeated. And you know what? You love Jesus. You accepted him with your heart. You'll get into heaven. You'll go there. I truly believe there's more that God wants to do through you though. There's more. Get up and knock again. Maybe it's a different door. Maybe it's a different knock. <laughs> Maybe it's a different, a different scenery that you have to go to. Maybe it's not the same house door you keep knocking on because God keeps telling you, no, it's not this house. It's not that dream. It's not the 10 pounds. It's not the size four. It's not about your vacation. Stop knocking on that door and doing it for that and turn around and look a different way and go, oh, there's a better house here. I didn't see that before. I didn't see it that way before, but you've got to get up. You've got to get up. You do have the time. Start telling yourself that. You don't have the time? Of course not. You're going to find all the ways to fill your time with stuff. You do have the time. I don't have the patience. You do have the patience. I don't have the self-control. You do have self-control. How do I know? Because they're all fruits of the spirit. They all live in you. These are fruits that are trying to bloom, but you are allowing the fruits to die. God's not. We're living defeated. We're living thinking God has forgot us. He doesn't care about our weight loss goals and he doesn't care about what I care about. You're right. He doesn't care about what you care about. He cares about more than what you can even fathom or imagine that he cares about. He made you for a time such as this. You are here for a reason. Is the rest of our time together here on earth going to be you defeated? And you telling yourselves all the ways you can't, you tried and it never happened, that you just give up knocking, that you just give up asking. This is, this is where this scripture goes. We get excited, Matthew 7, 6. We tell, we tell people the wrong things. We let the wrong people in. 
Right. Cause we all know we have friends that act like friends that are really behind our back going, yeah, she says it again. <laughs> Let's just wait. Let's wait. How long will this one take? We're telling the wrong people. Stop giving your dreams and hopes and things over. All of those holy things that God gave you, stop just telling everyone. Let's start with like getting it right with God, right? God, did you speak this over me? Yes, I hear it or no. All right, that's okay. I hear the no, I'm going to turn. I'm going to pivot and look a different way or yes, I'm gonna walk through. It starts here with us telling and being excited, then us getting our dreams getting stomped down, then us being trampled. And it doesn't just say that like we're going to be trampled. It says they may trample them, which is what is holy, under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Literally, think about it. That nitpicking that is done. It's not the nitpicking that God does, which is pruning. See how the enemy works? Pruning and nitpicking can seem very similar when you look at it on the surface, but pruning produces a fruit. And this tearing you to pieces rips you at the root. Do not allow the pruning to go, oh, I'm just not meant to know is producing something good. It's producing something good. It may not look good right now. If any of you are pruning bushes and things right now, they look ugly. Like my trees look weird, but I know that it's, it's going to produce a fruit. When I'm nitpicking myself, you're not good enough. You can't do it. You were never meant to. You're not a good coach. These are, I'm being real and honest. These are things that go through my mind. I have 20 years of coaching. I still have those thoughts. Try to trickle in and go, you're not good at what you do. You were never meant for this. That is tearing your root. The nitpicking is tearing your root. How you talk to yourself is tearing your root. They, and I believe that the scripture says this, if you do, they may trample them under your feet and then turn and tear you. They may because sometimes they don't even have to do it. You'll do their work for them. When you're giving the things that are holy over to the dogs and your valuable thoughts and, and dreams to the world and your dreams get trampled, they may turn on you. But they probably won't because you're going to do it yourself. So don't stay here. Don't stay trampled. Don't turn on your roots of what you know is true that lives in you. If you're feeling the heavy burden, it's not from God. His yoke is light. Know that there is another yoke that isn't this. This isn't the way you should be going. This isn't the right thing. This isn't the right thought process. And then you need to get up. You need to seek, then you will find. You need to knock and the door will be opened. You need to get up and take another shot. Take another shot. I don't care how many times you've tried before, try it in a new way. Knock at that same door. Keto's your thing, knock at it. Like knock at Keto's door again, I don't care. Hits your thing, go, go do it. You, joining a gym, doing home workouts, 
planning your meal prep, whatever that is, knock. Let's see if the door opens. If it does, go through. Go through it. But, but God is telling us, and the scripture tells us, this is how it happens. We get excited. We share it. We get trampled. We destroy ourselves. Then we no longer seek because we no longer speak. We no longer knock. It says for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks the door will be open. So we start by speaking. We ask, yeah, it's going to be great. Then we seek out new ways to do it. It's going to be awesome. But then all that gets trampled down and we don't even have the energy to lift our hand and knock anymore. I want you to know that God's doing a new thing in you. Imagine if Saul, who became Paul, just was like, you know what? I'm done knocking. I was a horrible person. I did these horrible things. I'm not good enough. I can't. I won't. He continually got up, accepted his new name, and pushed forward. Were there battles? I believe absolutely so. He writes about them. Are there battles with you? Absolutely there will be. There's going to be this constant battle between what is old and what is new. And there's going to be that. It's happened with the Israelites. It happened in the Old Testament. It happens in the New Testament. There's always a battle for you. There's always a battle for your soul. There's always a spiritual battle that no one can see going on inside you that's trying to kill you and one that's trying to rise you up. One that's trying to destroy and one that's trying to go, hey, you've got this. You've got this. Stop ignoring the spirit telling you to take out the trash, whatever that is. Maybe it's the trash food. Maybe it's the trash thoughts. Maybe it's the trash, whatever. The spirit has been calling you to pull out some trash in your life. And you've been acting like a 13 year old boy, ignoring it in and out, just yupping. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'll get around to it. Not today. Today we reclaim. We go, spirit, if you spoke it, I will do it. God, I won't. I'm not going to stop knocking, God. And I might keep knocking on the wrong door because I'm stubborn and I want to do it my way. And you might keep telling me no, no, no. But I'm going to keep knocking and then I'm going to turn. And I'm going to see what you do have planned for me. His plans are greater than yours. His plans are more than your 10 pounds, your pant size, or how you look in your wedding photos or your post baby. God doesn't care about your post baby size. He cares about so much more than that. He cares about so much more than that. But if you're only working for that, it's going to get trampled. It, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be failed. And then you're going to turn on yourself. And then the enemy doesn't even have to work anymore. They may trample them under their feet. They may. Or you might trample yourself. Today, I want you to take what is yours back. You are not defeated. You have a spirit that lives in you that's been poking at you for a while, that you've been telling it, no, I don't, I can't, I, I haven't ever. I want you to say yes to something that the spirit's been speaking to you today. And is it going to be easy? Absolutely not. Leaving Egypt wasn't easy wandering around for 40 years in the wilderness 
wasn't easy. Jesus wandering around for 40 days wasn't easy. It's stop telling yourself it should be easy. Oh, and it's right. I'll know. It'll just feel good. Sometimes the right thing doesn't feel good because it's pruning, not nitpicking. I want you to discern this and get this discernment. If it's killing you at the root of who you are, it's not from God. But if it's pruning and it's making something better, I'm just going to use food prep because it's the thing I hear the most. That's pruning. I wasted three hours of my Sunday food prepping. I'll never get that back. It's going to yield return. It's going to produce fruit. You will get quicker. It won't always take three hours. The nitpicking, I don't even have time to food prep. I've done that before. Let's just get McDonald's and whatever. Everyone's eating mac and cheese. That's not producing a good fruit. That's ripping you at your root. Recognize where you're telling yourself that you can't. Step one. Recognize that God isn't the great I can't. He's the great I am. Recognize who you're speaking and telling your things and your dreams and your wishes to. Recognize that the world may stomp them down, but the enemy's got you here. And he's got you flat. And go, I'm living defeated. Recognize that that's not where God wants you. You were Saul. You're Paul now. You were old Christy. You're new Christy now. You were a slave to your habits. You don't have to be a slave to physical people to be living in slavery. You can be a slave to an addiction. You can be a slave to your habits. You can be a slave to how you talk to yourself. And then knock to get out of it. God heard the cries of his people and provided a way out. It may not look how you thought. It may not be easy. It probably won't. That yes, you may question and go, was that? Was that a yes? (laughs) Did I hear you right, Lord? And keep moving forward. Stop telling yourself you don't, you can't, you haven't ever, so you, you won't. That's not faith in God. That's just faith in me. And faith in me produces nothing. I've got nothing without him. And neither do you. Stop putting it all on your shoulders. He's got this. He already knows how your life ends. He already knows how your kid's life ends. He knows the end from the beginning. Stop putting it on yourself. Open your hands. Make a fist. Not to hold your dreams in. Share them. Make a fist to knock. Don't give up today. We're not giving up today. I don't care what happened yesterday. I don't care what happened to your mom. I don't care what results happened in the past. Get up and knock. We are not defeated people, ladies. Get up and knock. Speak it. Pray over it and then move. Stop yupping the spirit. We are not going to be the one who's, I'm going to do the dishes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then never gets it done. The spirit's talking to you. Get up, knock, go do the work, go do the work. It's not easy. Working out's not fun. It's not easy. I love it, (laughs) but it's still not fun. It's not easy. Not when I'm in it. Food prepping, not fun, not easy. Don't enjoy it. Not a fan. 
but it produces a fruit. Exercise produces a fruit. Me sitting on my butt doesn't. Waking up earlier produces a fruit. Getting up, starting my day chaotic doesn't. Getting up, food prepping produces a fruit. Winging it doesn't. Not planning doesn't produce me a good fruit. It produces me anxiety. Planning produces a good fruit. Do what the spirit called you to do. Not everything, because he's not going to give you everything all at once. And let's be happy about that. Just do the one thing he told you to do last. And then the spirit's going to look at you the way I looked at my son when he cleaned his room and go, oh, oh my gosh, we're making progress. We're doing it. Because the spirit's not going to just go, all right, well, she didn't clean her room. Let's give her something harder to do now. And maybe she'll do that. Clean your room. Clean your room. Your heart, your mind, your stomach. Clean your room. Let's clean our rooms first. Let's clean our rooms. Let's say yes to that. And then more will be given. I'm excited to join you next week because we'll be continuing this as we talk about uh, different gifts that have been given and, and we'll go into different scripture, but I hope this was helpful. Please let me know um, if it was helpful. Um, you ladies are amazing. You ladies are great. There's a greatness living in you. Stop allowing the world to tell you that you're not. You are. I will talk to you soon. If you need help with coaching or anything like that in a godly way, with someone who's going to pray over you, with someone who's not just going to give you a workout to do and then go, I'll see you later, comment coaching below and we can work together, not just for your physical health, but for your mental, your spiritual as well. Ladies, have an awesome rest of your week. Tell me about what you're going to do and we will go from there. Talk to you soon. Love you. Bye guys.